Hello, every peoples of all time, across all spans of time. And all people, you know what? Let's include all people. Welcome to The Listening Show, a show you can listen to. <laughs> I haven't used that in a while. <laughs> if uh, if we introduce the show with our names, that'd be a good time to do it, to have done it. Like, my name is Walter, and ah, and you have like, ah, oh, it's just Walter. My name is Walter. I was going for any button now. No, I'm, I'm just giving you yeah, with that one. And my name is Zach. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, wait, is, isn't there a boo button or like a like a hiss or a crowd? That's the best, the best one. There's also... There you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Been better. My name is... Hello, welcome to the listening show. My name is Walter. And I'm Zach. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Warn the people about your occurrences. No, it's a surprise if it happens. It probably won't happen. Don't worry about it. All right, we it'll might. Be, it'll be quick anyway. Okay. Talking about death, by the way. We might get interrupted by a phone call. Is all you need. You need to know. Yeah. Well, you know if you that know. happens, then then if it happens, screw it's my you, fault. And then you're gonna have to deal with it. You know, sometimes I'm gonna tell you guys something, you listeners, you you supposed listeners. In life, you don't always get what you want. So sometimes you have to wait for things. Okay. Are you talking to the listeners or me? This, this the listening It sounds oddly offhanded. Not that there's anything specific. But I'm just sick of their shit right now. They're not. They don't think that everything is what it is, but it is. They don't have to think. They just have to listen. Is, I'm sick of and tired of everybody not listening. Okay. Okay. To find the topic, number one. Number one, is there something specific you wanted to get, talk about? Yes or no? Because There's always nope, something I want to yes talk about. Yes, no question. Was there something specific you wanted to talk about? No. Now, between two segues or two trees, would you rather talk about something meaningful and important and something superficial and stupid? Stupid. I'm in a stupid okay. mood. All right. Now, you ask the next question. Okay. You can start a topic or put more trees for me to go down. Okay. Trees is not the right word. My question is, if you had to, if you had to do a job, but it's a job that you, um, but it's a job that nobody like likes, what do you think a job is that nobody likes? You know, I don't think there is a job that nobody likes. I think there's somebody who would like that job. I think there's a job that most people don't like, like a septic tank cleaners. Most people probably don't like it. I'm certain there's somebody who does like it. You, so, th you think somebody likes cleaning septic tanks? Yes. I know somebody does. <laughs> That's why I use that example. How do you know who does? Because I saw a show called Dirty Jobs. I didn't see the show. I saw the episode. Okay. It was pretty great. They are like, I'm proud to, that I'm a septic tank cleaner. No, it was more honest and profound than that. Um, <clears throat> I'm proud that I'm a septic tank cleaner. Because this reminds me of who I am on the inside. I'm cleaning my own fecal waste and matter no. in my life. So I can't remember what he used to be. He used to be in some more uh, prestigious position, making maybe making more money, whatever, socially a better job, whatever. And the host, Mike Rowe, you, you know the, the name, right? Yeah. Talking to him, why did you choose to do this instead, right? And he goes, I guess I just got tired of cleaning other people's shit. Oh, what was the job? It made way more sense. Like he was a lawyer, I think, or something, or, a, or something. I guess I just got tired of dealing with other people's shit, which was a joke. Yeah. But anyway, he found what he did more, I don't know, it meant more to him, right, to do something with his hands or whatever. He liked it yeah. more than his other job. So anyway, yes, I do think somebody likes being a septic tank cleaner, or someone likes logging, or someone likes being a construction worker. Now, Mike... The bottom end of that question, when you asked it, I thought, well, what is the worst job that there is? What counts as a job? Because, I mean, I, I thought maybe you're going to go, do you think slaves like their job? I'm like, that's not a job. So how, what's the worst job you can think of? That's is technically really a job to where you could challenge me on. Do you think one person likes this job? Because I think there is one person, typically at least, who likes that job. Do you disagree? I would say it, has prob it probably has something to do with sales. You like think maybe, the worst job is no, somewhere in sales? I don't know. There's several really bad jobs. I always made the made the statement that mine 
Right, I knew you were going there. No, no. I was stemming from that. But I know objectively that's not true. I think that any job can be made the worst job ever. Any job can be, depending on the circumstances. Sure. Uh, I'm talking, when I ask the worst job, I'm saying independent of any other factors, like let's say it doesn't matter what your manager's like or what your coworkers are like or what your customers are like or any of that stuff um, or the jobs you have to do. By itself, what would be the worst job? Okay, so to make this fair, let's say that in order to pay your bills and 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 not live comfortably but live is, let's say it's $30,000 a year, whatever the X, the X dollars. Now, this job you're going to work is going to pay this X regardless of whatever job it is you're working to make it fair. Since you said we can't consider the work environment or all that stuff, it's just the work itself. Because why? Otherwise, why would you work? Mm-hmm. The job you're going to do is going to pay the same amount as any other job. What is the worst job? So maybe it doesn't pay as as much as it should, because you're digging ditches and it pays thirty thousand dollars. Would you rather do that or sit behind, sit behind a desk to make thirty thousand? Arguably, the ditch digging is worse. So is that a fair? standard for our exploration of what is the worst job that's i mean i guess that's fair enough i you know some jobs are obviously worth more money because a job behind a desk with horrible employees and a boss could be that pays more could be worse than a ditch digging job with great people that pays less but still pays your bills so to make it fair all jobs pay the same i'm not gonna lie though i've been working desk jobs for a while and ditch digging sounds better to me hey i don't disagree and i bet that for ditch diggers <clears throat> they might say that they might say the opposite. They might say it sounds better to work at a desk eight hours a day than to mm-hmm. be a ditch digger. It literally, when if you've been doing anything too long, anything sounds better than what you do. The grass is always greener, but to make to it me, fair, I'm like you get to be outside and then you get to just like work with your body and you don't have to sit and stare and have manufactured lights light your desk all day and then you don't have to deal with all the autocracy that is management structures and how like self gratifying they are and then reward systems are the worst in those jobs too it's like they don't anyway like ditch diggers if you if you dig a ditch then you did it you know as long as you're actually digging ditches good job but in a desk job you know it's not your work isn't necessarily quantifiable it's like well how do i know it took you two hours to work that excel spreadsheet it's like well did you want to watch me you know it's like nobody know so people can like there can be questions as to if you're working. Whereas if you dig ditches, is the ditch dug? Then you did your job. Good job. I'm going to limit the conversation and give you two choice, two choices. Do you want to talk about which one you think is worse, a desk job or a physical job? Or do you want to explore what you think the worst job is? I know what's worse between those two. Okay. It is a desk job. Okay. That is worse. Now, Don, that tree, do you want me to argue against, or, or I should say not argue against, more about arguing for the arguing for the desk people to make the conversation interesting or just agree yeah, with you if, why I, not? if I agree? You can do whatever you want. <sighs> I could do whatever I want. Well, by going by my own, what would you call that, advice to give people, depends on what you personally like. Do what you enjoy, otherwise what's the point is what I say, which is superficial, but like it's like it's a good advice toward happiness. It depends on who you are is the answer, if the short answer. So for you, knowing who you are, assuming you didn't work a desk job right now, and I had to guess which job I think you would enjoy more, I'd pick ditch digging over because you're a physical person. I'm going to separate think, my, I, would think. I want to separate disposition out of it. I'm talking with bare, but it doesn't depend on who you are. Strictly. Oh, so strictly, you, mean, you mean objectively then? Strictly what the job does and what the job, what, 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 what need the job satisfies in society <clears throat> just based on that what's worse a desk job or obviously depends on the desk job or the labor job for sure too but i'm just saying in general what the job entails and what benefit it does to people what's worse and i think objectively desk jobs are worse so you're not just talking about yourself you're thinking no about- no no i'm thinking like i actually thought objectively about this and it, and to me it kind of this might give away or this might influence what you think. Maybe if I do, if I've thought it through good enough, it would, but like desk jobs, all they produce is things that can be produced at a desk. Whereas manual labor jobs have the potential to produce anything. I I agree with that. Technically things produced at a desk can be world changing, but it's only world changing in a technological sense or a numerical sense. So it's like, I understand that isn't what I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about like an individual, Right. For you, what's best or worst for 
for a worker, not for society? That's a different question. Because when it comes to societal or how it benefits people, absolutely, it's the physical stuff because you can't have the desk that you work on without the, uh, what's the word? Furniture Labor. maker who made the desk. Whatever. Right. You need the physical stuff. You can't have, you can have, you can have ditch diggers, but you can't just have desk jobs. Right. If you have desk jobs, you will have ditch diggers. Anyway, they're more important. Right. It's got the same idea as rights and responsibility. You don't get the rights without the responsibility first. It's like one produces the other, so it's more necessary. Responsibilities will always exist. But even more than that, I think I could probably justify it being better than a desk job without the whole end result thing. Okay, that's the conversation I'm more interested in. For the worker, not for Mm. society, which one is better or worse? So for the worker, I think desk jobs are worse for you because, first of all, it's worse for your body. You actually have to sit down at a desk in Mm -hmm. order to get your work done. Mm -hmm. Maybe technically... You get more work done and maybe it's better or maybe you feel better about the work, but it's literally worse for you because you're not as, you're not as move. You don't have as much movement and kinesthetic. Your body gets no work. It slowly deteriorates. So that's the first thing. It's literally more unhealthy. And secondly, I think it's mentally more unhealthy too, because like your mind does better when it does things like Mm -hmm. actively. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so for those two things, I think it's literally worse for people, even if it's financially better or socioeconomically better. I think it's worse for workers. I I agree with those. I mean, I could put that into one point. Health is absolutely better for you as a human mammal to do Mm -hmm. a physical job. Mm -hmm. That is not the debate or question I want to ask. We're getting closer. What I want to ask is, given the choice between I'm going to clock in as a ditch digger or a desk worker and they pay the same, which one am I going to choose? Which one should I choose because one is objectively better? That's the question I want to ask. And would you still maintain that I should choose to dig ditches? And this isn't a trap. I'm trying to clarify what you obviously think. like work has value and different work has different value because it just is like some is more specialized and special and all of those things should be accounted for. So it's not really fair to say. So you're going to go back to, to my answer work. of it depends on who you are. No, I'm going to, I'm going to say choose. it depends on a lot of things, including who you are, but like, okay, here's the thing. Technically, this is the way you should ask the question. Do you work? Is it better to work a job where you sit at a desk? Who knows what you're doing? Maybe it's specialized coding. Maybe it's simple Excel spreadsheet stuff, or maybe it's typing. Maybe you're writing. Maybe ditch digging is literally holding a slow down sign on the street. Sure, I don't, don't want to sure. muddy this. I okay, keep right. It as I'm just saying strictly labor or desk job. Uh-huh. That's it. And on by just those two differences, labor's better. It's just better. Like I is, is my thing. Okay, so so that's independent I'm, of special I'm specializations. To, I'm trying to put your advice into practice. I'm trying to see if it fits. So I'm imagining somebody goes to a therapist and goes, "I'm unhappy." Um. I'm going to get a job. I don't know what I want to do. Then if what, if, if ditch digging is more, what's the word? Good. I don't want to use ditch digging as labor, just Fine, some, whatever. some labor job. Laborer versus sedentary. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I thank you for making my terms more clear. I was trying to be vague by saying ditch digger. I mean, literally, right. but fine. A laborer versus a clerk, whatever the word is. You would then then you would say as a as a counselor you'd say to this person you know it'd be good for you if you took the if you took the labor uh, the manual labor job that'd be more fulfilling for you it'd be a, it'd be a more good thing for you to do. Yeah. Well, again, it's not just as simple because I would say also, unfortunately, a lot of things that come with labor jobs are that don't they don't make them better. Like, like there's not protections for like even though it's good for your body, it also it also is taxing on your body and there's not a lot of protections for some of those people sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So there's too many externalities. Technically, maybe the best chance you have at having a good job is a desk job because it's safer. Technically, that might be true. It's really interesting. In, in how- a practical sense, but to remove from everything, if you had a good job and you had people that worked good for you and things went well at your job, it'd be better to have a labor job. Yeah. We've removed those variables yes. earlier. So, but you actually like putting it into practice is way more complicated. Like as a therapist, you wouldn't recommend a person who's had a desk job for 15 years, just go into labor. No, this person doesn't have a job. They need to go get a job. Give, okay. They don't know what they want to do. And the therapist, because they want what's good for the the patient. It's not the, that's not the word, is it? Sure. Whatever. Client. Whatever. Patient, client. Yes, whatever the word is. 
The therapist wants what's good for his patient. And because a manual labor job is more good than a desk job, then it would make sense for the therapist to then therefore recommend a manual labor job, right? So when you when, as soon as you bring up therapists, you make it practical. And in practical sense, it's no, not I'm, easy. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to say what's good or bad. Or better or I know, worse. But again, once you bring it into real terms, like this is in the theoretical theoretical world where you reduce things all the way, then yes, labor job is better. But in the actual literal world, it's worse for a lot of reasons. And I don't want to like ignore those. So as soon as you bring it to practically, <clears throat> I was going to get a therapist there, but... is going to get, give someone advice. If they, if the therapist was guaranteed that the job would be a good job, then yes, I would say that's the case, but there's no guarantees. Of that. In fact, it's kind of the opposite. It's like, so then what should the client choose? It does. That's why it's up to individuals. They have to, pay. you just said it wasn't. Yeah, it is. As I think it's up to individual and you say it's more complicated than that. No, I, no, you said it's up to the therapist and then it's, it's an no, easy choice. originally. Okay. And then you said no. So I try to put the, whatever. Okay. No, I do want to understand why. Because I didn't say that. I don't know what I did say, but I was disagreeing to something else. <sighs> we could start over. Because I, I had a very clear in my head path of where the conversation was going. And I thought it was interesting how you jumped ahead to try to argue against what you said earlier. As far as your argument, your argument first was for manual labor. And then when I started zeroing in to try to explore the manual labor side, you jumped over here to this side and said, actually it's hard on your body. And like, we're not there yet. It's all, it's all true. We'll get there. I know. But as soon as you start talking in real terms, then you are there. Cause you have to introduce F. If you're going to bring one um, externality into the equation at, at, at like in, independent of the other ones, then you can do that. But then you're going to just keep back going back and forth between it's a better I wasn't choice. Going back choice. and forth. I was working for I manual know, labor. But you will, if you like to say, okay, so there's without any externalities, we've determined labor, labor by jobs externalities, be you mean variables, no right? variable. Yes. Any externality, okay. which is any variables, any, any outside influence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So independent of anything else, it would be better to have a labor job for you and maybe for society too. It just adds up better. Okay. That's any, all I wanted to know. But okay. Go ahead. So you, you introduce one externality. Uh, someone's knocking. That's probably maintenance. Him in. Okay, so, so basically, what I'm, so as soon as you, like, man, I kind of need you to hear to ex- describe this, so I won't do that. I think that if you have, if you have, for example, you introduce an externality like you work a labor law, but then you introduce maybe you got a bad manager. You can you have to introduce that externality on both sides too, and it would be better to have a bad manager say for a desk job than it would be for a labor job because a bad manager in a labor job might mean you get crushed by something or, you know, that that's a big deal. And whereas a bad manager in a technology or a desk job, the worst thing that can happen is maybe there's some miscommunication and, and you, your job is made uncomfortable. That's why externalities make a big difference in the long run. <sighs> And that's why I wanted to avoid introducing one at a time because let's say we introduce that one in, but then we introduce the pay one in as an externality. Now the pay for, even if you have a terrible manager, you get the pay externality in there. And oh, that's so bad. That was awful. Um, you get the introduced pay into there. Maybe, maybe the terrible manager, the worst manager for the labor job is becomes better because the labor job makes like three times as much money as the desk job. Like extra, any externalities you introduce is going to make it flip flop back and forth as a benefit or a detriment to the overall quality of the type of job. I don't know if you kind of caught the tail end of that. What, who was that? Maintenance. You can talk as long as you want. Cause I just realized it might be a good idea since we can't agree on the, what we're talking about. You can spiel as much as you like, like five minutes and then I'll give my presentation. Go ahead and that. give yours. Cause I did. I okay. did. All right. Okay. What I'm worried about before you start, before I start, what I'm worried about is that you're going to, you're going to disregard the thing that I just explained because you don't understand it. it. I didn't hear it. I know. Also, we're starting over in my mind. Okay. We can, we can use points from earlier, but all right. First of all, how long do I get? Three minutes? I don't, I don't care. I care. It helps me think. Then you decide. Three minutes. That's a long time. That is a long time. Too long. You have one minute. One minute. That's too short. Oh my gosh, just talk. <laughs> gosh. My brain's has its limits and I'm working with okay, what I have. But okay, you just go and tell the things that you need to say have been said. That's I don't speak well that way. 
Okay. You can if you want. I'm not going to put you on a time limit. I'm trying to help myself out here. I know. I'll do two minutes. Here we go. How about normal that? Normal people, they say, okay. <laughs> I'm not normal. I'm not going to have that argument. I know. Although that'd I'm be just... a fun conversation to have. Walter, here's why you are not normal. I'm like, I'm on your side. <laughs> All right. Two minutes. The benefits, pros and cons, and what is better between manual labor and a desk job. There are obvious benefits to physical labor, and that is you, your mind and your body are one, and you can't really work your mind without working your body. It's not healthy. Inversely, it's possibly detrimental to your physical body to work a physical, a physical job. Pros and cons. Most people would probably contend that having a desk job is a better job to take if it paid the same, whatever. We remove the variables or externalities, as you call them. You, I think, will maintain that a manual job is better for the worker, not removing society as an externality, the worker. What should somebody choose given the choice between a physical? I think you'd choose that. I think I would choose that too because I think, and I I just said we're not going to use variables, but it is more valuable to others and it is more valuable to yourself. But at the same time, I definitely cannot condone someone for saying, I'm going to choose what is physically and mentally maybe simpler to sit behind a job, maybe a desk, make it as simple as possible, make ditch digging as simple as possible, whatever it is. Your job is to wave something versus your job is to sit here. Simple as possible, remove those variables. I can't, I can't condone someone from sitting behind a desk, though I, would, though I think I personally would choose and I think I would tell people to choose to go do a physical job. I don't see what's wrong with sitting behind a desk. So in closing, (laughs) it's very hard to choose, but at the very least, two things. I don't think I can say it's wrong to sit behind a desk. Actually, that's it. It's not that that a desk is better. It's that I cannot say it's wrong. So I think that you would be wrong to say that it is wrong to, to sit by a desk, but it is good to do manual work. Yeah. And I'm done. Yeah, you were right. It. That would be bad if I said that, and it would be wrong if I said that, because that's not true. But yeah, I, I pretty much agree with your 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 comings. Cool. Your comings, too. Uh, all the externalities complicate it. They really do. It's And they complicate it to the degree, to the umpteenth degree, and that's why it's so hard for people to pick their job. Like, it's if you if you complicate it ultimately that's why people have indecision about it and there's not a really good or bad there are bad managers there are bad jobs there are good paying jobs there are poor paying jobs there are fair jobs there are unfair jobs there are economically uh positive jobs and there are economically detrimental jobs there's, it's just the variance is super it's the spectrum it's the whole spectrum it's as immensely complicated on the opposite end even when i tried to remove all the variables tried uh-huh. Still couldn't, still wasn't clear. Yeah. So, it's it, here's what's an interesting thing to talk about: how much a bad manager can ruin a good job. That is, it's it's so interesting because like all a bad, a, a little bit of bad, as my mom would say, a little bit of poop in your brownie will ruin the whole thing. It's like, yeah, it doesn't take much to ruin a thing. It ta- it takes a lot to get it right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that any one thing can sour a job quicker than a bad manager. Like if you if you're subordinate to some somebody, that's it's basically the whole thing is ruined. If you ask me, I don't know. You have you ever had a bad manager? Yeah, I've had good bosses and bad bosses. And you said like three different things I wanted to. I thought about, but I didn't need to go there because we're going on your mm-hmm. whatever branch is the right word. I keep saying tree. We'll go whatever branch you want to go down. So this sounds like loosey-goosey right now. If that's, if that's what you want, that's okay. I just want to understand what you want to talk about. You want me to just generally talk about good and bad manager experiences and the fact that, yeah, the worst manager I had made made that job the worst job I had just because my management was so bad. You don't have to ask me what I want to talk. You just, can, I will listen. That's what the show's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. The worst job I had, I thought this recently, I think was bad or the worst job. Be Specifically because it was the worst management I ever had. Specifically that. I thought about that like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, if my bosses were like good and did their job and were reasonable, 
I've been fine, but that was them that ruined it. Mm-hmm. They were the poop in my brownie. They were, man. But and you said that too, and I thought I had a similar thought as a kid. I was like, it is so easy to make your room a mess, but it is so hard to keep it clean. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because if I'm moving my toy from here to there, it's A or B. It's the same motion. Why is this easy and this is hard? Mm-hmm. Which I think is weird. But I think the reason is simply because of uh, randomness. If you move a toy from, it's not really B, it's A or to any letter of the alphabet in the room, as opposed to they fit in this space. I don't know. It's, it's weird. actually, a, there's a scientific term for it. It's the Gotta natural be. law of deterioration, too. <clears throat> so that over time, even if things are kept stable, they deteriorate. Like you lock, you lock, I mean, if you leave food by itself, it doesn't just stay food. It will deteriorate. It turns into something else. Uh, similarly, if you were to leave, like, let's say you clean, we cleaned the house flawlessly and left for five years. Yeah. We'd come back and it would, it would have accumulated dust, first of all, but then mold, uh, mildew, you know, it just, Stinch. it just, that's what happened. Naturally things deteriorate if left to their own, left alone. Anyway, yeah, sorry, that wasn't that's important. Another. I, I went off because I just thought the poop in the brownie was interesting. But let's mm-hmm. keep it on jobs. Do you want to make it more personal? Do you want to talk more about why your job is the worst? No, no, I don't want to. I did that last night. I'll tell, I'll, I guess I will briefly because last night I basically was explaining um, kind of what I determined about my job is, again, I will, like I always say I'm grateful for it. It's a great, it's a great job that I, it's any job that you have that makes you not have to worry where you're going to eat the next day is a good job. The way I put it is as long as my bills are paid, Mm -hmm. I'm happy. Yeah. Like I don't have to worry about what I'm going to eat tomorrow and my bills are paid. So it's a good job. It's a very good, it's very good job. That's more than many, many people can say. And a lot more, frankly, I can buy cool lights and a couch. You know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. fine. It's great. Mm -hmm. Now that said, I, I have in everything basically that I do, I, at some point, will do the due diligence of thinking it all the way through to down to the moral level and then to its impact level. If I don't know if that, that's the best way to describe it. But basically, why am I doing this? Who does it impact? And what good is it doing? Mm-hmm. I think about that stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I can't shake with my job is that not only am I wasting my time with it, but it does no good for anybody else ever because... My job entails that I do a good job of preparing for people who preparing things to be prepared well for people who don't care if they're prepared well to come and then not do it, not, not observe the things that I'm preparing. So it's basically, I'm wasting my time enslaving to do a good job doing something. Nobody cares if it's done well. Yeah. And that's, it's very defeating. It's yeah. f- first of all, I take a lot of pride in making sure that what I do is good. But then ultimately every time I'm doing things like, t- like five to 10 times a day, I go in my head, nobody cares if this isn't done well, I will get in trouble, but nobody cares. Cause it'll just either get cleaned up or it won't get cleaned up and then they'll get in trouble. And then that won't mean anything because the, the company will do fine. It'll make a lot of money and. It just doesn't matter. Anyway, and I don't make anybody like happier, more unhappy, basically, with what I'm doing aside from the people that I interact with. And I don't know. I just that I, that's not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I bet you could imagine that not being a good feeling is if you have to do something for 40 hours a week, every week, and it doesn't matter at all. I don't know how I don't know how long a reasonable a reasonable person will tolerate that. Um, I guess, I guess I'm finding out so far it's 10 years, 10 years is how far I, maybe I'm not a reasonable person. I don't know what you think about that. What, what were you thinking when I was describing that? I had three thoughts. I only remember two of them. First one, most important is, uh, I don't think my dad made the phrase, but I attribute it to him. Anything worth doing is worth doing well, which is just a moral compass thing to live by. Mm-hmm. But I forgot the other two. The real problem is it comes to purpose. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely understand. What was the word you said was defeating? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Discouraging, disheartening, whatever those words. I don't know and that. I had, I had some kind of 
I thought good thought on that, and I can't remember it. If you speak, I'll remember it, and then I will want to interrupt you if you want to do I have that. A, I have something to add to that. There was, uh, in the Gulag Archipelago, <clears throat> that book, there was a torture described that that the Marxist government would do to its the people who were thrown in the Kulaks, the Gulags, like the Kulaks when they were killed and everything. And the torture was, basically, they would... They would have the prisoners pick up a heavy rock and move it to the other side of their of the gulag, and then after they moved it to the other side, they'd have them move it back. Mm-hmm. And then their whole the whole thing was that it's completely pointless. It's working for the sake of working, and nothing gets done. You don't get the satisfaction of having accomplished anything. Yeah, it's like some prisons. Their goal was they would they would have these the slaves for all intents and purposes build things for them, and in a weird way. A lot of the slaves found their purpose in that, uh-huh. um, but those those people were so evil that they didn't want people to feel that. They would tell them, "You're moving this over here," and people in their minds would be like, "Well, maybe I'm being starved and and I don't have no water and I'm going thin and I have nothing to my name." But at the end of the day, this rock will be over there uh-huh. because I I'm my impact in this world. Uh-huh. Only for them to have you move it back. Anyway, I just like that one hit me extra hard. And then at some point it hit me months ago, but I'm like, that's what I'm doing. I don't know. It's, I'm obviously not starving. That's the difference. And it's yeah. a big, that is a, I shouldn't disregard that. That's a very big difference. I'm not starving. I'm no. very well off. I'm and on I get your paid. side. I know you're not, <clears throat> I know you're not trying to equate yourself to a communist. Thank slave. you. Yeah. I realized and how also, it sounded. And also I realized people like who am I, my position, listen to you say that same spiel several times if I hate my job, but first let me say could be really annoying to people. I appreciate it being said, and I think it needs to be said every time because I think you're saying it from the right place. So I don't, yeah. I don't get tired of you saying it. Thanks. Um, yeah. You were talking about the rock movement. I was going to say, that's cool. And I, I mean, that's not cool to do that to people, but like the psychological thing is very intelligent. I got to credit that. You credit the malevolence. It's really, it's really, mean, yeah, I mean, really dirty. It's like, that's uh, uh, another issue I'm not going to talk about. Um, I wish I could remember what I was going to say. I'm, I'll just talk out loud. I think I think this way sometimes. In relation to you working your job that you hate and feeling like nothing gets done, this is not the thing. It was a thing I was going to say. People will pay you not enough to make you comfortable, but enough to make you come crawling back. That's the amount everybody pays. Um, so that is why you go there instead of not working or working somewhere else. There is a magic number. Maybe it's evil, whatever it is. That's not, it's not the point. And it wasn't the thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, lawnmower is very distracting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or blower. That's what it is. Leaf blower. Don't you know the sounds? Mm-hmm. Good work. Hey, this isn't related, but hopefully I'll bring it back around because I do want to try to answer your complete disheartening situation of having no purpose in life and how you shouldn't you suck yeah no um mowing was kind of similar but not really because mowing was i'm going to grow the grass or mow the grass and it's going to grow back in three days is springtime mm-hmm. so it's like i wasn't even here what's the point well i yeah. get paid um that's mm-hmm. what's the main difference that was annoying for a while um but at the same time at the end of the summer like in the long picture at the end of the year, I kind of think about the houses and I go, yeah, in those three days, it's like what I did didn't matter. But at the end of the year, if you were to walk by, if you were to walk by that house every day for the year, you'd go, that is a good looking house is a good looking lawn because in long term, it was, it was, it, it did make a difference. Yeah. But I wasn't there to see the difference. Mm-hmm. I didn't live in the house. I didn't get to look at the lawn every day. That's a good looking lawn. I think another. So I think the moral to that is there is another dimension to what we do that we sometimes can't see. And the short end of that answer for me in my life is God's plan. Uh-huh. I don't have to know why. I just have to know who. And then that's comforting enough for me. So if my circumstances are bad, I may not be able to. It may be that they only seem bad because I can't see the good that's happening. Anyway, mm-hmm. I know that's really superficial. God, God, it probably doesn't, probably doesn't help you at all. But that's something I was thinking about. Yeah. All right. For a while, I can you can you know, and when you have a like, let's say you have a goal, and the goalpost is constantly moving, which is all my job is. It's because it's constantly incoming flow. You can take pride in the fact that you can keep up 
basically. If you're getting more behind, you know, well, I'm just not doing my job then. But if you can find a way to to make sure nothing falls behind and it's because of you, you can kind of take pride in that. Similarly, if you do a good job, it's, you can take pride in that. Like you can feel good that the impact you had, even if it's a pointless job and that there's always more to do, it's like, well, I did it well. Um, and then another factor is like affirmation. Like let's say you're mowing the lawn every three days and it's it feels, and maybe this is a place where there's no winter. So you're it's all the time. Mm-hmm. You have to, you do have to do this every three days all the time. Um, and then you get an affirmation once every month or something. A neighbor comes by, wow, it looks great. That might be enough. You know, that's, yeah. that to you would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this all the time. And all like, most of it's unseen, but, but it's, it's seen by someone. And then, so imagine that, but then the affirmations stop. And then you're told, oh, but you have to mow everybody's lawn and also we didn't tell you this but we noticed that the house is dirty too and i'm thinking then you think well i'm only supposed to mow the lawn you know like that's kind of the that's kind of what desk jobs amount to a lot of times that's what mine is now too it's like well well i had this and i could hang my hat on i did this well but then it's like yeah well you did that well but all these other things are bad too and that's your fault it's like oh well i didn't know you know that's a lot of kind of what i'm deal with which is a bummer what you're talking about is the work side of enough to pay the bills but not enough to make you miserable enough to come yeah. back so inversely instead of the desk job side of that the manual mm-hmm. labor side you and i worked at ups uh-huh. we were the best on our belts yeah and then because of that they reward you with more work yeah so that whatever the whatever the term is for that phenomenon whatever it's called when you you're doing well, so therefore you don't get less work. You get more work. Yeah. You get punished essentially for working well. That exists in all kinds of work. So anyway, you know what they when say? It comes to, what this, do they say? This, there's a scientific study that says in all companies, eighty percent of the people do twenty percent of the work. I thought it was I read that nine or ten percent and ninety percent of the well, work. Well, in in and corporations, then, it's ninety percent do ten percent of the work yeah. and vice versa. Uh, in every job, eighty percent of the people do twenty percent of the work. That's yeah. the all around. But yeah. in corporations like the one I work at, the average is ninety percent of the people do ten percent of the work, and ten percent of the pe- people do ninety yeah. percent of the work. I am familiar with that. And you learn really quickly who that ni- that ten percent is. Yeah. I remember in my old job, um, it was sort of divorced from the rest of the bank, which was really interesting. And so there was always work to do. But then I went to my new department and all of a sudden I realized, oh, I'm doing like almost everything that this bank needs done kind of thing. And uh, as I've unfortunately, now that I've got my toe dipped into that part and people know that, oh, he does all that work. If I stopped, if I moved to a different department and then started, it became part of that 90 percent. It's then people know because they know what you were doing before anyway. Mm-hmm. Once you're one of those hard workers, it'd be like if we were working on pink belt and then gonna, you yeah. just started loading 500 packages a day and people were like, oh, uh, but you averaged like 1200 last week. It's like it's they've noticed and then yeah, you get punished for it. Yep. It's like once you establish if it's a good worker, then you, you get more made probably unfairly, even though technically maybe you're capable of it. That's the other problem. This is starting to bring it back around. I was going to mention how <clears throat> talk about how physical work. You get punished with more work. So in the example of the belt, I had this moral dilemma of, well, I can do more. I can work harder. So I should work harder because it's the right thing to do because I want to work to my potential. Mm -hmm. But then an argument could be made for the, quote, smart guy working at a steady pace over here, not working hard, Uh paid the same amount. No one's telling him to work harder. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? Very similarly, that is the guy who can't choose between do I take a manual labor job or a desk job mm-hmm. and get paid the same? Yeah. So given the choice, the choices that we've had, we choose the hard work. Now, the, the question, the final question might be because, you know, on the belts, we chose the, to work hard regardless mm-hmm. of whether or not we wanted to take it back because you can't after that. But you choose to work hard at your job or chose to over the years to get to such a place where they reward you with more work. So the question might be, for ourselves, why do we choose hard work? Mm-hmm. 
Because imagine you actually have to justify this to somebody who, like myself, ask you why do you why would you do that to yourself? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily antagonistically, but why do you do that? Do you think? Because uh, my dumb upbringing, and that's the good thing to do. And upbringing meaning that's values? what you're trained to do. Yeah, well, yeah, value like your higher value system. And what might that uh, value be? Explain this to me as another rational human being who doesn't understand why you wouldn't just take the easy job. Well, okay, so for one thing, my hard work that I've done has broad opportunities like I you know even if I'm not I'm getting the opportunities that lucky people are getting I had steady growth in all my jobs I've ever taken and I know that I can attribute that to working hard Uh, there's a lot of other factors into getting promotions and stuff too like like you're outgoing in your disagreeableness like you have it's you have to be a weird level of disagreeable to have success in companies too you have to be agreeable enough to get along with everybody, but disagreeable enough to push back against the management without offending them. It's very weird. It's very, very weird. And I think that I've done that mostly well. Unfortunately, boy, I need to be careful. I need to be careful. Do you want me to interrupt? Um, go ahead. Um, if you have something. Well, I was bringing it back around because... While I don't know if I have an answer to why do I do something that has no purpose, I have an answer to why you're why you're doing it. Yeah, I do too. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, but we you know that we do it. But the reason that you do it is because that's who you are. Because you are a hard worker, and the future may reward you, and it has rewarded you. Yeah. So hopefully, that's enough. Life isn't fair, as we know. There have been places where we've been punished for working harder, and there have been places, I'm sure if you think in your life, where you've been rewarded for working harder. But I know stuff sucks right now, but I don't... Yeah, see, I'm, my answer isn't sufficient because I think in this life you might get to see the, the fruits of your work and your righteousness, but for me, I like to think it's been true that if I don't see them, I'm still okay because I believe that they exist even if I don't see them. Mm-hmm which is probably crazy, but yeah. Well, and I'm not perfect either. I don't want to just tap, pat myself on the back and say, I always work all the way hard. If I had the option, let's say nobody else is in the office. Are, am I going to be slaving away? No, <laughs> I'm going to no. freaking chill out. Cause I can. And like, I've earned it isn't in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of other things that I said I need to be careful and because I want to talk, I want to get into this, but I don't know. I could say some stuff that's not okay. And for instance, I wanted to get into the fact of like the people you work with at work and how, how much the environment changes when it's primarily women. Like it changes a lot and that's been trying to be careful. <laughs> um, I would say generally more gets done, but there's this weird... And it depends if you're a certain disposition personality wise, like I am, you very quickly, it's almost like, and I don't know why this is. And I think this is not just a women thing, but this is a people thing. If you have all a similar disposition, then if there's anything that's different, there's sort of a weird attack the different thing mentality. I don't know what you think about this, but for example, Without saying too much, where I work, it's almost all women. Like my my bosses are all women, my coworkers are all women, all of my superiors are all women. And I find more often than not, if there's going to be someone excluded from things or or targeted or punished for things, it's going to be me. Partly because what I do is a little bit of everything. I because I do everything for them, but it's very it's very weird. And I, I technically, the, the, the hard part is that it's not confirmable. Like I can't go to human resources and say, there's this, there's attempts to, you know, throw me under the bus for things that aren't my fault. And technically I can't do anything to satisfy these people kind of deal. But then they're like, well, give us examples. And it's like, I don't know the way they treat me. Like you could just watch and you'd see that, but you know, it's, th- it's stuff like that without, Without throwing, you know, and they're not always that way. It's weird because just like, just like an individual woman, you can imagine a witchy type woman who's sometimes really nice, 
And sometimes it's just like really mean, you know, it's, it's almost like the culture man, it, it can manifest that type of behavior where the whole body can, I don't know, treat you, treat you differently for, for being dispositionally different. Like for instance, I'm argumentative and I'm efficient. And so I always will press to do the most efficient and best way to do things and generally when I do that and there's a way, there's an older, more convoluted, dumb way to do things, I will get corrected and say, no, we do it this way. And I say, well, there's no reason to do it that way because this is a better way and it gets the job done way faster and more expediently, more accurately. And then there's normally a fence that happens and, you know, tattling and then t- conversations. And it's like, I'm paid to do the best job I possibly can. But then when I do it, I get in trouble. Anyway, it's very, very weird. And I've never had to deal with that personality in a group before. This is the first time I've worked with all women. And maybe that's a coincidence that this particular group is like that. I Almost certainly to some degree that's the case. I do wonder if they would behave that way if, if, there, was, if there was dudes in there. Sorry. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't your phone no, call? No, it wasn't. Oh, Okay. I do wonder if it wouldn't be different if there was a little bit healthier balance of men and women there. Maybe I wouldn't be the the butt of jokes or the the dirt rug. Yeah, it's I What do you think about this? The idea that certain groups of people when they see a different thing, a attack the different thing because it's different well, I that think. is not a crazy idea that's my majority versus minority is what yeah. that is yeah yeah um but as far as a gendered workplace we all have our own experiences and what you described line up with my personal experiences for example i can say at one of my jobs where it was mostly females very different than a job the jobs I have where they're mostly males mm-hmm. and you you explained a, a general or an idea of a potential like for working with girls and then there's a bitchiness as an example. Mm-hmm. Inversely, if you work with guys, there could be like this really bro sexist atmosphere, whatever. Yeah. Because of that's just the majority. So like how you just, you describe being marginalized because you're the odd man out literally, literally? in your workplace. Yeah. <laughs> Inversely, a woman could feel the same way in a mm-hmm. workplace with guys. Totally. And that sounds worse to me than being yeah, the like, odd I, man I know out. what, I know what bad dudes are like, so I wouldn't want to be a girl. Yeah. But, uh, there Just are to bad, be fair, though, I'm, that's, there's, the girls do bad things too. You don't need any more examples than that. I think I made my point. Um, yeah. But then the last thing was, shoot, I forgot. You have to prod me for it, and I forgot the thing I was going to talk about before. Anyway, it's not good. It's not good, especially when technically there's no rules to protect against things like that. Like they say that there are in a lot of workplaces. Like there's no disparate treatment. But you know, there's a just, line. Well. <laughs> In society, it is. And with I had a conversation. I told you about this, but I had a conversation with human resources at one point because I had a female manager who had promised me something. Yeah, yeah. that I worked for. Um, when it came time to get that, she changed. She went back on her promise, and mm. and I was extremely offended by that because I had never gone back on anything I'd said, no less a promise at in a workplace. So, I basically. Um, I complained all the way up through the chain, all the, got all the way up to human resources and I met with them and they basically said, well, we know that that person made you this promise, but that's not a promise they were allowed to give. So we can't fulfill that. And I thought to myself, but she's the person who can make that decision. So if she does, you can change policy to do that. Well, and they're like, well, no, that's not what we're going to do. And I remember I had this, this conversation with this very nice HR lady. She was great about it. Um, but then because what I was asking for was an exceptional circumstance, but it wasn't like a big deal. I had arranged it all myself and I'd set it up to where it'd be beneficial for me and the company. Um, they went back on it because it, it, it would help their cause to have me work more, obviously. That's why they did it. So anyway, it kind of added up to this HR lady going, okay, so I'm going to paint a scenario for you. And she brought up, imagine we employ you and then we employ a minority female worker with children and then she has the same request that you do and her manager tells her that we can't 
do the request that she that your manager told you. It wouldn't be fair for you, a white young male, to to be given something that this minority female mother would get. And as soon as I heard minority, you know, my blood. Yeah. I, without, I would get offended. Could, I'm not being. She could have made her point the same way by saying if someone yes. else and you're, who, you had the same job as you, right. one of these things and we, and we gave it, couldn't give it to him, but we gave it to you, wouldn't be fair to this other guy. The same point. Right. Same point. Well, and because I'm amiable and I didn't say, that sounds like you're being racist by bringing up my white race. <laughs> That's odd. But I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I just don't, I don't want to play their dumb games. I could, I could technically say you were being, you brought up race when it wasn't necessary in a conversation with human resources. I think that that's inappropriate. What I did say, and to my credit, I did say this. I said, I don't see how that's a fair example at all. What I don't see what a single female minority mother has to do with my request that I made with my manager independent of anybody else. And I said, furthermore, I think if they, if another person made the same request I I did, and they had satisfied the conditions for that request, then they should be given that too, because mm-hmm. that's fair. That's what a business yeah. is about. Yeah. She goes, I I guess I agree with you. I mean, but philosophically, but no. this company doesn't <laughs> do that. Basically, she said philosophically, the bank won't allow that. That's not part of the bank philosophy. And she said, if you wanted the philosophy of the bank to change, you'd have to speak to the president. And I thought about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i thought about it. no i can feel your i was i can feel your anger like a dark side yeah I it totally was well and it. i just was i thought it was so mind-blowing because i understand between you and me mm-hmm. how frustrated you have to be to actually take the step toward speaking to the next person in the chain because these guys were mm-hmm. pretty as you said we're amiable like all right it sucks but but it has to get bad enough it can get bad enough it's, there's a, there's such a threshold to where i have to to do something about yeah. this and you it got bad enough to where you've taken several steps in that direction yeah which is especially bad because like i said we wouldn't so here's the other thing it was kind of bad to begin with if i was more principled and brave i would have taken it to the president and risked becoming a hot button in that president's eyes like you don't ever and, want and to bring fired and all that right like i don't the first the first thing you don't want to be is on like the president's bad side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this guy wants to talk to me because he has a complaint about how I build my company. Uh-huh. Uh, that's pretty bad, especially if you're a grunt worker kind of deal. Anyway, mm-hmm. all that to say, the other, the last thing that sort of happened is, um, oh, shoot, I forgot it. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, yeah, this is what I was going to say. This was sort of the last nail in the coffin of frustrating conversation with human resources in a company where everything's red. And tape. you remind you need to be careful. Yeah, I do. They, I mean, if they listen to this, we can so, talk. We can yeah. talk. Um, but HR said, um, would you like to put in a complaint, a formal complaint against your manager who promised something they weren't able to give you? And I said, well, I would like to. What does that entail? And they said, well, it entails describing the situation as accurately as possible and naming the people involved in the circumstance and, and requesting discipline on their action. And I'm thinking in my head, so what do you do with that information? They go, well, we confront the, the accused with the, with the charges for all intents and purposes with the, with the accusation and we get their side of the story on it. And, uh, and I said, so what you mean to say is I put in this formal complaint and then you t- go straight to them and tell them that I complain, my boss? They're like, yeah, and but they they said, but they can't treat you any differently because of it. And I yeah, said, yeah, good luck with that. Well, that's this is what I this is when I looked at them and I said, but you know, and she goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I remember thinking in my moment, you're even admitting that there's disparate treatment right yeah. now. But what are you gonna do? It's not. It doesn't matter if it's disparate disparate treatment against a young white male. I guess. That's kind of that was the thing that ultimately got me. I also am big and intimidating. I'm a six foot one, two hundred pound dude with a with facial hair. Like I, if I walk into a small woman's office and I start complaining and start saying, "Well, it doesn't matter that I'm a white man," blah blah blah. What do you you be? You're the bad guy, you know. Instantly in their mind, so it's like there's not there's not a way for me to come out of this and not have everybody hate me, even if I'm right, even if every, I get all the things that I want. You don't want to work in a place where ever uh, you've threatened everybody more, more or less. I don't know. 
it was a bad situation all around and and um thankfully after that happened this was a weird this was a weird kind of prayer thing but basically after that happened i had real big moral qualms with working under that person to the degree i was probably a month away from putting in my notice and saying i just can't, i can't work for this person anymore because i don't respect or trust them mm-hmm. because it was a big deal it was a big deal to me um and they were fired like 2 weeks later and i thought that seems like that seems like the kind of thing even if you i don't wish that on anybody yeah like i root for that person still that manager despite what they did uh-huh um but that seems like the kind of thing that god says you know hey I see what happened. That wasn't cool. And I know things suck for you, but I don't want you to worry about where you're going to work next, Zach. You can still work there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of what it felt like to me in a, in a weird existential existential sense. I agree. <laughs> what do you think, man? Well, same way. Well, I feel your pain as well. Well, it's not only a contest, but I had to kill my father. And going on to a quote. No, yeah. I think that's the right attitude. I don't wish harm or bad fortune on anybody. Mm-hmm. So even if someone who treated me unfairly loses their potential livelihood, I don't want them to, I don't want that. I just want, <laughs> like when you were saying earlier, I don't, you didn't say this, but in your position, I, I don't want to form a, put a complaint for the reasons you said being, I don't want to be, the winner who everybody hates kind of a thing, but mm-hmm. also because I don't want this person to suffer right? for even though they were unjust, that doesn't really fix anything. Right. It's uh, like, so I don't, it, I'm not out to punish people. Like, I'm out so to you didn't get, give me what I want. So right. now I'm going to slap you in the face. No, that's not the right. That's not the right thing to do. Precisely. So I understood that too. And I agree. Mm-hmm. I think I did. I think I did that situation as right as you, anyone can handle a crappy situation. Both the conversations with the managers and the conversations with human resources and all that stuff. Like, I don't know that there's a good way to handle a situation in which the system bones you. <laughs> because morally, you know, you turn the other cheek. Yeah, but a system say, isn't yeah. a person, too. So you, at some at some level. Well, it's a lot more clear when there literally was a person on the receiving end of this system. You needed to not yeah. strike. So. Yep. It's pretty badass. It's pretty yeah, it's pretty bad. It's I think companies are all a little bit corrupt and it doesn't help when there's all these posturing modern ideas about equality and stuff and and you know, with all good intentions, but with all good intentions come terrible things all the time. Injustices and things alike. And I'm not saying that that's the case where I work. I think that things could be a lot better for a lot of reasons. A lot of places too. And, you know, everybody has to deal with that stuff though. Everyone has to deal with that. Maybe th- this might be the most I've ever had to deal with it to this date. And that's why it's been wearing on me or weighing on me. This isn't profound, but we can agree that your pointless job, if that's what you want to call it as an example, would be way more less debilitating if the people you worked for did not suck. If you had a pe- long, you, I'm letting you say it. So, so, yeah, yeah, it's my job. You just listen. Uh-huh. Any any workplace would be improved if you're if the people you worked with or before were good, regardless of the crap work you're doing. For example, UPS hard, fairly pointless work as far as a machine could do this. Maybe. Fairly pointless. People still get their goods. Whatever. There's 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 you know virtue, but. The men you worked with were being men. Were lifting heavy objects and covered in so- cuss words, and then yeah. that was oddly fulfilling. Yeah, but it would have been totally different if everyone you worked with was like the one boss patrolling outside, doing nothing but bring everybody down. Yeah, despite that job being bad mm-hmm. as far as income versus our damage to our permanent damage to our backs, we enjoyed the work. Yeah, you know so. Like I, I, said, I it's still not look. Profound. I look back at that job as being one of my favorites. Yeah, it's so weird and dumb. It's like an abusive relationship. I look back on it fondly, even mm-hmm. though it was very bad. Yeah, because we both got our backs damaged from there it's, permanently. I have a theory as to why I look back on it fondly. It has something to do with the way dopamine is released in your brain when physical yeah, exercise yeah, is yeah, happening, yeah. and the camaraderie and actual hard work. Yeah, and, and I had some and, awesome conversations in those trailers with the other dudes. Like when you're like sweat, sweating and slaving away and you're stuck in a trailer with another man 
another sentient being who has had life experiences for like four hours. You just <laughs> never know what you're going to hear. Mm-hmm. Like some of my favorite conversations with strangers have happened in that place. Yeah, like I same. talked to what's his name, the ghost hunter. And I just like, he had so many stories. Mm-hmm. He has a YouTube channel that I don't know how to find. And he has a, a ghost sighting Too on bad, video. Cool. Our, our tiny channel could shout him out. Hey, shout out to a stranger who I know. worked with. I know really what fun. his name was. His name was Ty. T-Y. That's it. There was a really cool was dude. It was a really cool dude I worked with, too. I can't remember his name, but I remember his car. It was a normal red Matrix. Not an impressive car. I just remember cars. Mm-hmm. That's what car guys are. It's, there's a joke about how... What's his name? Uh, I don't know. He drives a 300 Subaru Z with a twin turbo and the... And the and the Delkevic exhaust. Oh, that guy. Like, mm-hmm. I know the person by their car. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. There's a guy there who was a minor league baseball player that I worked with. And, mm-hmm. and he talked about what it was like being a minor league baseball player. It was really interesting, that that guy. Because I didn't realize how much it sucked for minor league baseball players. There's a meme I saw about it the other day. And it said, baseball is weird because one day you're eating ramen because that's all you can afford. And the next day you have $100 million. And that's almost exactly it. Because if you're called up to the major leagues, Uh if you just happen to get a batting average over a certain amount or if a team needs you, Uh then all of a sudden you have health care for the whole year and you get instantly like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's like, yeah, Yeah, it is weird. It is weird. Minor <laughs> leaguers don't get paid very much. <laughs> they should change the phrase from regs to riches to ramen to riches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's more relatable and like people yeah. Want, like yeah. No one's ever had rags as a poor, but we all know yeah. ra- we all know ramen. Yeah, we've yeah. all had ramen when we're poor. Uh huh. That's. <laughs> I still have ramen sometimes when I'm feeling like treating myself. <laughs> uh. I think I'll make a shirt. It's like a bag and it's like noodle, wavy noodles going on one side and then wavy dollar bills coming out the other. Oh yeah. Now ramen to riches. From ramen to riches. That just, that just should, charming. That, that should be the phrase. Yeah. Everybody like you understand it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. What a badass shirt. That's, That's stupid. great. The, stupid. Tar- we can, we need you to start making do merch. Because ramen's trademarked. You can't actually do it. So. It had to be no, extra. ramen's not trademarked. Ramen is a type of noodle. Oh, Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Ramen is not trademark. I'll still use the phrase. It'd be like saying spaghetti spaghetti to riches. It's the same thing. It's like, you're good. Someone monetized my spaghetti. (laughs) I own all the spaghetti in world. (laughs) (laughs) I own all the spaghetti in world. (laughs) That'd be pretty smart, though, to trademark the word ramen. Or pizza. Or pizza. (laughs) You know? (laughs) There was a... a scam like that already trying to happen with something so that's that's already been done but yeah okay anyway, not important the, po- the point is okay challenge quickly despite the fact that you won that's that was a challenge you beat it i wasn't gonna tell you how to play it and you won no despite the fact that everything sucks try to briefly give someone in your situation some hope the hope is you're gonna die one day and then you don't have to deal with it anymore. No, no, no. I'm going to try first. Um, Anything worth doing is worth doing well. Man may not see what you do, but you see what you do. And hopefully that's enough. I actually agree with that completely because it's the same way that people say the person that you talk to. No, encourage them. Don't encourage me. The same way that people say that you're around you more than anybody else, so it's important you treat you well. Mm-hmm. That's the same kind of thing. It's like you can you can have pride in yourself if you know you gave it your best, even if it was pointless. Like you think about... You'll never have pride doing the minimum. You think about people who do take on tasks and stories that are impossible to overcome for all intents and purposes. You think about the 300 you know, movie where it's like, you're going to lose, but you took on an impossible task and you think of those people as heroes. It's a similar kind of thing, even if you're... I don't know. I, I think braving things despite knowing you're going to lose is cool as a story because then you'll know you have done it so your short answer is hey i know you're working hard and i think you're pretty cool i want you to know that i think you're pretty cool here's here's what'll make you feel better if you're in the same situation i will personally come over and reach in your pants and touch whatever private parts you want me to touch for like 30 seconds wow i was totally expecting that was a way Way more crass version of saying, I will personally come over and kiss you on the lips. Like, I don't want to do, I don't want it to be sexual. I just will touch your privates. 
<laughs> this is transactional. You work hard yeah. and I will do this for you. I'll tell you what, you can pick between the private's touch and a forehead kiss and a pat on the cheek and say, me saying, my boy. I, <laughs> <laughs> I go. Physically imagining I, that, that kiss. My boy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> That's what, I, that's what I'll give you. Uh, yeah, honestly, boy. I'm not sure. Those are both uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. That or I'll, I'll let you touch my parts. <laughs> that's not funny. Yeah, it's not. Anyways. It's uncomfortable, which is why it's funny. Yeah. I just wanted to pick something slightly uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, I get it. Nobody wants that. Yeah, I get but it. But I'll offer it <laughs> so that I will have offered something freely. <laughs> I won't touch you in the privates, by the way, even if you ask me if yeah, you want to do if, that. Even if you've earned it, I won't do it. I need sorry. to tell the truth. I won't Always do it. Speak the truth. I won't do it. I would kiss your forehead and pat you on the cheek and say, my boy. Yeah, I would. I would. You, would you do that? Would yeah, you do that? I would do that as a reward. So someone walks up to us. We're at, we're eating waffles at Waffle House. Someone comes up to us. Comes I'm up. about, I'm the listening show. I'm a big fan. Oh, thanks. Thanks for listening to the listening show. What's, what's going on? Uh, I have the terrible job like Zach does. I was hoping I could get the my boy pat. Okay, yeah, we would stand yeah, up yeah, yeah. right there. We'd right there in the restaurant the with a bunch of strangers watching. What the fuck was that? My boy. And then I go, my boy. Like, <laughs> like, what? Where are these guys from? Yeah. I would do we it. We would yeah. do it. Hey, we we'll, would. we'll give you that. If you uh, work hard and you, and, you, <laughs> and you can look at us with a straight face and say you have pride in what you do, Yeah, we'll, we'll give you a kiss the forehead, pat in the cheek, and say we'll, my boy. We'll give you the my boy. That's what it's called, the my boy. The my boy. All right, thanks All right. for joining us on the listening show. Um, my boys, my yeah. precious sweet boys. Thanks you and work hard. My sweet boys, my sweet precious <laughs> boys. <laughs>